It's a special episode of the CTB show. We overhaul the system to bring you the most expert, insightful coverage on hoops year one in the postseason. Let's get into it. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode one, Balls Deep, where we get into the nitty gritty of what's going down in the CTB universe. Coming at you today, opening round of the NBA Hoops Year One Playoffs. I am joined by my esteemed panel. We have here today, Jenna Coonrod. What's up? What's up? Let's get it. And the Death Eaters. Luca, who it is. (laughs) And here we go. Folks, for those of you new to the program, we're going to be covering all the action in and around the CTB Hoops Year One. Let's get into it first, guys. Let's talk about the top two seeds. I'm talking Taco Tuesday and Arkham Asylum. Jenna? What can we say about Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. Well, first off, Lema Tacos, vegetarian over here. I love them grilled up, nice and charred with some grilled corn, corn. I don't know. Throw some guac on it. Love it. A lot of wins over here for Taco Tuesday. A lot of wins. Couple of losses against Mangama. What up, Mangama? My grandma. Nope, that's my mom. Love. Um, I'm really, where are you pointing at? Where are you pointing at my co-counter? So, so COVID death masks here. Tell, tell us what makes Taco Tuesday so special and why he is the number one seed in the playoffs. Well, you know, I think it's all about consistency and that's, you know, on and off the court. He's just got a solid group of guys. He knows how to play them and it's really about matchups. He's, he's not scoring the most. And just not not getting beat. But I'll tell you what's most interesting to me about Taco Tuesdays is the upset potential. And that's being a riding high all season. And just those few losses, one that stands out that Jenna was pointing out was Mangama. And it's looking like if, if Mangama can pull up an upset here in the first round, she's going to be hot and ready to take, in, take out Taco Tuesday before the championship. No doubt, no doubt. Well, that's one nice thing that Taco and Arkham both have working for him. That first round bye gives him a chance to heal up and get healthy. And you guys said it. Now, Taco has been remarkably consistent. Only three losses on the year, the most recent to Mangama. In his defense, Mangama scored 418 points that week. Kind of hard to beat someone when they're pushing over 400. We've seen that all year. You score 400, 
you win. Looking at his results week in and week out, remarkably consistent. Always over 300, sometimes up into the 400s. He's certainly going to be a force to reckon with. Let's talk a little bit now about the, the number two seed. Now it's kind of a cop-out. Arkham Asylum, yes, he's the number two seed, but he has the fifth best record overall. COVID, what are we thinking here? Is this man for real, or is it just a product of the fact that he was in a weak division? You know, I, I was looking at his schedule thinking that it might be just that, but his losses are not um, they're not too shocking. It was just some off weeks. So I think he's got the stamina to go through. He's got just the solid background that I'm looking for in a coach um, and in a team manager. And I think that he is the real deal. But again, you know, Taco Tuesdays is that, like you said, they're that juggernaut. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to take them out, whoever it is that ends up facing, you know. And they've got the picture to prove it too on their uh, sitting there menacing. Is that Kobe? Who is? I think that's Kobe on a throne. Kobe, yeah. Well, you know, never earned <clears throat> that one. And Jenna Kumrop, we we have to say it, you know. The, the people have been wanting to know all week. They've been asking. They knew you were coming on the panel. They were questioning my decision to bring you in, seeing as how Luca, who it is, ended up the year. All I want to say is, though, Luca finished out a winner in week 16. Clap back at your haters. Why do you deserve to be on this panel today? Why not? I'll leave it at that. Hell yeah. Well, let's throw now to an interview that we had earlier with the number two seed Arkham Asylum and get his pulse on where he thinks he is and how this bye week is going to treat him. Let's go to him now. Joined here with Arkham Asylum. What's up, man? Hey, how are you? Not as good as you. You've been tearing it up for the last uh-huh. six weeks. Winners of five of the last six. The Division Two winner earned the number two overall seed and a first round bye. That's pretty sweet. It's because I'm in the weaker division. Twenty-one and eleven is still a pretty good record. Granted, it's the fifth overall record, but yeah. Hey, man, beggars can't be choosers, and I think I would, if I were you, I would just take it and roll with it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm taking it. You get to sit for a week. Do you think that helps you, or do you think this bye week might hurt you? Um, I think it helps. Uh, Jokic could get some rest. Um, and be fresh for round two of the playoffs. Do you have anybody on your team besides Jokic who's a big injury concern? Are you having a hard time keeping a, a full healthy lineup like a lot um, of us are? It's not too bad. Paul George um, has a couple games, it seems where he's this out for some random reason. Um, But now I've been pretty healthy recently, I think. Well, you've had, like I said, you've had a really good year. You rattled off five of the last six. You finished out two, two weeks clear, four games, two weeks clear of Brooks. So you coasted into the playoffs the last few weeks really nicely. Um, Thoughts on the season overall. Were you happy with how you finished out? Yeah. I mean, I think I uh, played as well as I could. Um, If I was in the other division, I wouldn't be so happy. 
I don't think, but with what I was given, I think I did well. Now looking ahead to next week, week 18, uh, semifinals when you come into play, is there a team in these first two matchups that you'd prefer to see? Uh, Brooks, for sure. <laughs> so Brooks is a scrapper, man. He fought his way in, and uh, yeah, I think we're all pulling for him. What about of the four, the other four? What, so we know Brooks is the one you want to see. Who would you least like to see? Um, I honestly think your team's playing well, even though you don't seem to think so. You're putting up a lot of points, and you have a lot of injuries. Yeah, that's the thing that makes it really tricky. I mean, I guess I need to look at on the bright side. I put somewhere around 350 is like a bad week for me. That's but, pretty good. But really watch out this week because uh, Giannis hasn't played for a week and he's not projected to play this week. Lonzo Ball for me is still hurt. He may not play. So, uh We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Hey, anything could freaking happen. I got two other yeah. guys. I got two other guys on my bench who are out. Uh, uh, Conley and Malik Beasley are not even available for me. Mm. So I'm pretty much coming into this week with, you know, I got what I got, and it ain't a lot. But hopefully it'll uh, hopefully it'll get me there. Yeah, so, Mangama's got a good team. So she does. She it's had a couple. Tough. She had a couple hard weeks there to close out the year, but she was really hot midway through the year. So if she can just kind of turn that back on. Yeah, a lot of that probably had to do with Embiid being hurt. Yeah, and if he comes back, it could be a whole different story. Yeah. So what are your expectations, man? You're the number two seed. You got the bye. Are we thinking the championship round? Is that that the minimum for you? Yeah, I think I got a good chance. I mean – uh, I could I put up points, a lot of points in certain weeks. Not every week, but if if uh, things go my way, I'm I'll be in the championship. Now I don't know exactly how it'll all shake out, but it'd be pretty cool if it ended up you and me in the finals, and we were the number one and the number two overall picks to start the year. I don't feel like that ever happens in football, but. It could happen here in basketball, so we'll see. And throughout the season, you know, you took Jokic number one. I took Giannis number two. They've by far been two of the top three most consistent players all season long. Yeah, for sure. So they lived up to the billing. So for once, the draft value was right. (laughs) It worked out for you. Probably helps smaller, smaller pool of players in football. Yeah, and uh and I haven't mentioned it yet, but it's, you know, besides Taco Tuesday, this is a family get together. Mm-hmm. It's all people we know. It's fun how that's worked out, how it just continues to be us. We get randos from the internet and they can't quite cut it. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it comes down to us. So, yep. uh, yeah, well, hey, man, enjoy the weekend. And hopefully we're talking to you again in a couple of weeks uh, yep. as the inaugural champion. All right. We need your help. Off the cup, do you have any idea what we should name the championship? For basketball? Mm-hmm. So right now it just says champion. I don't even know who to name it after. I haven't given it any thought. Should we just name it after the inaugural winner? We could do that. An, that's uh, my, that's an my honor, idea. An honor bestowed for forever. For the yeah. loser, 
I don't know. We might have to just name it after Jenna. They put up a heck of a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. But good luck to you, man, and hopefully yeah, we're talking you. to you soon. All right, and that was Arkham Asylum. Some insightful words from the number two seed. Panel, time to move on. Let's talk about the two matchups we have this week. The wild card matchups. I don't care about the toilet matchups. You know, the Bonnie Prince, Sinestro, Nielsen, Shamoon. Sorry, you lost. You're dead to me. You mean nothing. We're talking about winners today. Let's get into the first matchup here. Uh, the number two team in Division One, Kawaimia River, versus the final team to make it in, the scrappy underdog, Midnight Riders. What do we got to say here, guys? What are we thinking? Well, uh, I first want to I want to address something from the start. Um, we are the king of the toilet bowl right now, so we have every right to talk exactly uh, as an expert about all of this from perspective mm. as you know, king of the toilet bowl league, legend of losers. We are, you know, genuine experts. So. Wise words. Um, This is the most compelling matchup to me uh, for a lot of reasons, but primarily great names. Just Midnight Riders versus Randolph Rambler throwing Kawaimia River. This is everything that you could ever hope for in a playoff matchup. Plus uh, an underdog coming in with the slight edge and chance to win. Uh, I'm just excited. From from my end, second expert, uh, I just like the names. Midnight Riders with the Z, love it. Randolph Rambler, throwback to Rambler Steakhouse, Highway 24. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Hell yeah, the double cheeseburger, man. You can't <laughs> beat it. And you know, Midnight Riders down a loss, has something to fight for here. But Randolph Rambler fighting to play against his little pup, his little son, I'm I'm thinking about childhood, adulthood. What's their relationship like? Is there any tension? What's he bringing to this fight to take to this next round to beat his son? That's really what I'm thinking about. So my I'm on Dolph Rambler. Throw back big potatoes. That's deep, man. And you know what I gotta say looking at this right now? Uh start of the day, Midnight Riders was a heavy underdog, but Rudy Gobert and John Wall not pulling weight right now. And believe it or not, as of the time of this recording, Monday evening, Midnight Riders, 66% chance to win. Uh, That's pretty shocking. I just got to say that right now. That's pretty shocking. You know how I feel about Midnight Riders. We were brothers a band of brothers, literally in a band, multiple different bands. We lived together. We traveled together. We slept in a car in uh, the suburbs of St. Louis to go out and tailgate in front of a Justin Bieber concert. We've lived that life. I pull for Midnight Riders all the time. Little tidbit, Midnight Riders, that was our tag team name because we ride at midnight You know what I'm talking about. So I'm pulling for the Midnight Riders hard in this one. Predictions, guys, where do we see it going? You know, I just love the looking through the lineup here. Zion's a great, uh, great staple. But did you see that dunk that 
uh, Miles Bridges had just what yesterday or on Sunday, man, that thing mm. was vicious. I I'm pulling for. I think that the Midnight Midnight Riders will probably pull this thing out, just with all that youthful talent they've got there, and to your point, uh, underperformance from the old stars on the uh, on the Ramblers. So Kawaimia River, I'm going with the Midnight Riders. Well, and I'm going against the grain because Rambler Steakhouse closed down a decade ago, and I think they live on through Kawaimia River. So Randolph Rambler. That's my choice. You know what? I'm going to have to go Kawaimia River, too. I don't want to. He's a 35-point you know, percent chance to win right now. He's the underdog. He's the favorite, but he's the underdog at this moment. But I just think at the end of the week, when it's all said and done, he's going to get healthy. He's going to get right. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was out tonight. Kevin Durant's going to be back, though. I think he's just going to pull it out. I don't want him to, but I think he's just going to. But, you know, enough of the talking heads here. Let's see what the Midnight Riders had to say about their matchup and their chances in the postseason earlier this week. Let's go to that interview now. We're joined here today by a man in, I don't care what your name is, he's been winning lately, winner of four of the last five. Team Midnight Riders. We got to know, what's been your thoughts on this season so far? Uh, I'd say my thoughts are just complete misery, complete destruction with all the uh, COVID pauses and Anthony Davis going down. The future doesn't look yeah. bright, <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. Look, man, look. You've had a little bit of rough weather, okay? Sure but have. really, so we're gonna you're gonna finish the season, you know, probably seventeen and fifteen or eighteen and fourteen. But for all that stormy weather, it's been clear skies lately for you. <laughs> Winners for the last five. Now nobody's perfect, but I reckon I'm fit to be tied with how you've been playing lately, man. You've been doing a really good job, okay? And if I were a betting man, I'd be running to you. Because the urgency that you're showing in these last few weeks has been incredible. Who's who's been your team MVP? Who would you say? Uh, I'd say Zion. Yeah, hard hard solid. to beat Zion. Yeah, yep. hard to beat Zion. He's been available. He's putting up consistent points. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Now we went ahead and, and took a look here at the command center. We took a look at your team uh, over the season to see how you've been performing. The one guy who's really been your standout. Um, in terms of production versus draft spot, Harrison Barnes. Really? So he's yeah, he's been. You drafted him in the twelfth round. Yeah, he's been sixth on your team in points uh, for the season. Actually, yeah. fifth. Excuse me. So he's been having a real nice year for you. Give get, give a little bit of praise to Harrison here. Let him know you appreciate him. Oh yeah, I appreciate all the hard work, all the you know, the X's and O's. He's really putting in the effort and uh, proving to everybody that he's uh, worth more than a twelfth round pick. Yeah, no doubt. Now, let's get into just a little bit talking about this last year. Now, your winter campaign started off rocky, a loss in the first round, uh, but you've really come back strong. And I think it's kind of poetic how this year's gone for you. So you lose the opening game to Sinestro, but then you beat Sinestro here in the last week to seal a playoff spot. That's got to feel good, right? Yeah, feels feels great. 
that being said, though, when we started this interview off, you, you sounded a little gloomy. You sounded like you were looking to make an escape, wanting to say goodbye. You know, it gets harder every time. So I don't know. I don't know why you be why why you're so down and out. What are, what are your expectations? You're the sixth seed in the playoffs, man. Do you really think it's going to be oh, a, I, a one and done for you? My hope for this season was to limp into the playoffs and get Anthony Davis like first round back. But it's not looking like that's gonna not it's 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 not gonna happen. So I'm definitely not gonna make the after party, if you know what I mean. Well, so he's out in ten to fourteen days. If you can somehow get through, you know, and I'm not if if his medical staff are listening to this, I know drugs are bad, right? But yeah. it might be time to just pump that dude up a little bit, get him in the church. I'd say a combination of some drugs and a little bit of Jesus. And it could really turn this kid's luck around. It might be something worthwhile. So if, if Anthony Davis, if your people are, are sitting out there. So looking ahead, you got Kawhi Mia River coming up in the first round. He Probably he's going to be the number two seed. He's been having yeah. a pretty solid season. Looking at his team right now, he's got Kevin Durant, uh, Kawhi Leonard, as we mentioned. Who else has he got that's been putting up points? Probably some other guys. Rudy Gobert shot 40 for him this week. That's pretty tough. You thinking you might be able to just get a little bit of magic and, and squeeze one out? Maybe uh, uh, maybe just a quick roll-up for a pin when he's not expecting it, a little outside interference? I think there's a shot. I've got, I got some guys on my team that are sleepers that are just not consistent. But if we can put it all together at the same time, I think I have a shot. I think yeah. Josh Jackson has shown some some uh, potential, some games. Uh, Zion, if he puts up some numbers. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Well, you know, it's been entertaining as always, and you, you grinded it out to make it into the playoffs. Thoughts overall on the season? Will you be back next year, or, or are you one and done and uh, riding off into the sunset? No, I will be back. Uh, I did enjoy it. It was a little rough at first with all the COVID pauses and the injuries at the same time, but um, I did enjoy it and I will be back. All right. Well, Midnight Riders, you know, you've had a great season. You grinded. I'm pulling for you in the playoffs. And, you know, when we say goodbye, it gets harder every time, but we're going to have to let you go right now and we'll catch you on down the road. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And that was Midnight Riders, the scrappy vet, the grizzled vet. Jenna, your thoughts on that interview? Love it. <laughs> Sam, any words you want to I add? I think Jenna pretty much summed it up there. Hell yeah, we're pulling for him. Guys, we got one last matchup here in Wild Card Weekend. Free State Basketball, Team Mangama. Jenna, how do we see this playing out? This is another one that's that's very interesting to me for a couple of reasons. First off, look at the records here. 23 and 9 for both teams. What are the odds of that? Second interesting point, familial ties. What does that bring to the conversation and the battle? The tension, the, the love, first off, the love between these two parties, but then the tension that's just building and building. What is this going to do for the next family gathering? 
you know, that, that Christmas, that Thanksgiving, you know, sitting at the dinner table. I don't, I don't know what this brings, but I do know that I think my money is on Mangama. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, Big Loco, but she's a fighter. She doesn't stop fighting. She does her research. She's got a lot of time on her hands. It's Candy Crush or it's fantasy football. Oops, basketball. <laughs> Which, what, sports, hashtag sports. Love them. That's my two okay. cents and save that. Death Eaters, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I couldn't have said it any better. Um, but I'll just say it in a different way. Uh, I'm also very interested in this one. And, you know, I think we're going to have to turn the tables a little bit and get your take as a competitor uh, rather than the host of this wonderful show. But first, I'd like to dive in and yeah, just echo what, what Jenna was saying about the familial ties. And I think that that brings an extra element of spice to this game. And I'm just excited to see what happens. I know that the projections are heavily in favor of the free state, free state basketball team. But, you know, looking through this uh, upcoming matchups, I think that I think there's a bit of a, a padding based on, uh, let's say, star power for that team. So I think it's a little closer than it might appear on paper. I think Team Mangama has a real chance to, you know, take this underdog story to the next level and even take down Taco Tuesday with that momentum. So, uh, all that being said, my money is on Big Loco, the Free State basketball team. Just as, you know, being from Lawrence, love the name. Team Mangama seems like a slight bit of more effort could be made in choosing a team name. And that makes me question if she's got what it takes to really go all the way. So my money here is on Big Loco. And with that, I do have a few questions about you know, your team and how you see this as a competitor in this game. Look, it's real simple. This is a game of scoring points, and I'm here to score more points than the other team. So uh, when I set my lineup, I am looking for dudes who are going to score. It's not only just the projection, you know, for the day. I am looking at a little bit of how they performed recently. Um, beyond that, availability. So I'm pretty banged up across the board. Two guys in my starting lineup, Lonzo Ball and, and Giannis, I can't afford to not have play. Neither of them had played in a while. Um, Lonzo Ball's out again today. He's missed two the last two games, but before that, he's he missed you know, eight games. So he's really, he's played three games in the last you know, three weeks. I need guys who can play, but at the end of the day, I'm hoping that I get Giannis back. And if I can get Lonzo back, even a reduced Lonzo and a reduced Giannis, I think I got a, a decent Yeah, those shot are my, my two real points of concern for your choices here is the, the day-to-day Giannis and Lonzo. And I know Jenna was thinking the exact same thing, but What's really also got me interested is you're the you're the commissioner. What uh, what sort of temptation does that bring into the game to try and tip the scales in your favor? <laughs> Man, there's no temptation. Um, I'm here to compete like everybody else. I want to win. Um, naturally, so does everyone else. Uh, I would say it gives me a little bit of an advantage over other competitors in that. 
I set up the scoring. Granted, I use the NBA standard scoring, um, but I set up the league. I'm familiar with the ins and outs. I know the waiver periods, the trade deadlines. Uh, there's a lot of research that goes into running a league off the bat. And then there's a lot of research that goes into making sure everything functions day to day. You get people who have questions from time to time and issues you got to sort. And so having that behind the scenes, I can be good for you in helping to run a team. But at the end of the day, we're still picking games and we're still drafting players. And I just happened to be good this year. I had the number two overall pick. I picked Giannis. That helps a lot. Everything else, it's been a lot of luck. So Karis LeVert, I picked him up uh, uh, as a free agent about a week before he came back from being hurt. He missed from uh, January to he, he missed about two and a half or two months, almost three months of basketball. And I picked him up just a few days before he got back and was able to plug him into the lineup. Um, but, you know, like with these with this basketball, league, what's different than football and a little different than baseball is, man, you got to be on it every day. You got to be checking every day. And that's kind of it can be a lot for some people, but it's just become part of my routine. Wake up in the morning. I got my coffee and I get on the basketball you know, feed and see what the, see what the fuck's going on and just hope I can, hope it's a I lot can of work. It's a lot of work as a commissioner and we really commend you for those efforts. You know? And when I think about it, I'm like, all that time being put, all that energy being put into these leagues, specifically this league in particular, you know, what are you fueled by, you know, in particular, what's your favorite taco? <laughs> Hell Yeah funny you just mentioned that i just slammed an order of nachos bel grande from taco bell i feel like shit um that's not good food don't recommend it but sometimes when it's late and you gotta fire the fuck up you go for the bell and that's what i did um but if i had to choose a different kind of taco being honest i think my favorite would probably be langua beef tongue with a little bit of onion and cilantro, some lime on a corn tortilla. Pretty partial to that. I also like tripas. I like tripe, the stomach lining all fried up. Kind of a weird guy. I like tongue and I like organ meat. I'll eat that shit all night long. That worked, <laughs> that worked for me. As far as why I'm a commissioner of all this shit, I have fun with it. Uh, as you know, I got a full-time job and I got a three-year-old and there's been a pandemic for you know a year and a half. There ain't a lot of shit to do. Uh, fantasy football and basketball is one thing to do, and here we are doing it. Well, you know, it's just it's it's interesting to see the curtain pulled back by the life of the commissioner. And uh, just one other question for you, you know, since you're in the hot seat right now, how many uh, how many tacos do you think you can fit in the room here? <laughs> All right, are we, are we talking like a, a standard street We're talking taco a and a corn tortilla? Yeah, street corn tortilla taco. Shit. Well, we got to think a corn tortilla, you know, probably, what, about four inches in diameter, right? And fold it up probably about, you know. Two inches, two inches or so. I mean, if it's a thick one, it's two, an inch and a half, an inch and a half, you know, by about five inches long. Shit, guys. What did Steve say? How many footballs he had in his room? 300,000? I'm thinking I'm probably going to be able to get at least 65,000 tacos in wow, my garage that's, right now. You know, that's... 
Well, it, it may be more, to be honest with you. The ceiling's not finished, so it runs right up to the roof. So you got all that area to work with on top of the fact that I got, you know, 12-foot ceilings in here. Um, so, yeah, man, I'm just going fucking hard with it. I'm going to say 60,000 oh, yeah. tacos. That's a lot of beef. Yes, let's make 60,000 tacos and see what we can fit. <laughs> let's just see what we can do. <laughs> all right, well, enough about me. You know, let's hear from my competitor, my mother. She brought me into this world, and one day I'm going to take her out. That day may be now, in this week. It's wild card matchup. So let's go to Mangamon and hear what she has to say about this. I'm joined here now by Team Mangama. Welcome to the program. Uh, repeat guest, how you doing tonight? Doing great. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, congratulations on your your playoff berth. Uh, you had a you had a great season. Let's talk it through it a little bit. So midway through the year, winner of six straight uh, games, six straight weeks, coming out on top. But the last four weeks of the season, losing mm. three of four. Mm. What walk us through that? What happened? Mm. Well. Team Mangamal was infected by the injury bug. So a lot of my key players were hurt. And I didn't go on the waiver wire to try to pick up other players. Well, that that would have helped. Well, but I'm not going to drop Joel Embiid or some of these other ones because honestly, there just wasn't much out there that was any better. So... I just wrote it out, if, and it didn't work out for me. So pretty slim pickings on the waiver wire. The league's pretty deep, so it's tough to find anyone uh, who can help. Do you think you can recover? You know, going into the playoffs here, what are you projecting from your team here in week oh, one? I'm projecting that you'll be moving on, and I will not. Well, <laughs> now, listen. Listen. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I mean, anything can happen, right? Anything can happen. Your so. team, your team, as of a few weeks ago, was the hottest team in the league. You couldn't yeah. be stopped. You just need a little bit of luck, a little bit of magic to get back. Now, yeah, I would be. You know, the viewers have been asking. My Twitter feed's been blowing up all day. Oh, people yeah. asking about this. Yeah, you lost to Kawhi Mia River again. Is it safe to say you're his bitch? Wow. I wouldn't go that far. Um, did I lose to him before? I thought I beat him. I don't know, but you no, lost this last time. Did. I think he beat me, didn't he? Yeah. He, did. he came from behind and got me. Ugh. Well, you know. It was a big one. It was a big yeah. one. He yeah, ends up taking hurts. he ends up taking the number three seed away from you. And now you're playing me, and he's playing Brooks. Ugh. Yeah. Well, you know, it it is what it is, Jake. I just I don't know what to say. I mean, I I can't I can't go and make my players play when they've blown out their knees or (laughs) fractured their ribs. Why not? I I don't know. I don't know. It's it's frustrating. That's for sure because. You know, it's the end of the season. I need my full team back. And I know they pretty much are, so we're just hoping that they come through this week with some big numbers and take you down. Yeah. Now, look, we're playing again. 
Team Mangamaw versus Free State Basketball. Uh-huh. I have to say, I'd be remiss if I did not mention, I beat you the earlier two times this year. Uh-huh. I just beat you in the Masters Pick'em. Uh-huh. I'm on a roll. I kind of own you. Uh-huh. What What does it say about you if I uh-huh. beat you again here for a third time? What does it say about your skills? What does it say about me personally? No, no, I, well, I guess, I guess, yeah, yeah, personally. What does it say about you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe like that I have a life and I don't just live around fantasy sports like you oh. do. Oh, what's your life? Giving me money? Because you're real good at that. You gave me $10 this last week. I'm fixing to oh, take another 10 Jake, okay. Hey, you know what? Even a blind girl finds a nut once in a while. <laughs> Even the broke clock tells the right time twice a day. There you go. All right. <laughs> now, you can win your little master's pool, whatever. Good for you. There's five people in it. The odds of you winning were pretty high. Basketball. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I kind of, I got a lot of injuries. I, I it was my first year playing NBA basketball. I, I, you know, give me next year. I'll have it figured out better. You also no. want some stupid thing that I wasn't in. If I would have been in it, I probably would have won it. But I are you talking it. about League of Legends? Whatever. How um, dare you? I pretty much dominate you. I mean, how many fantasy football belts do you have? None. Oh, hey, hey. I'm your hey. mom, and I won. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You did win Come in the Boys year seven or six, and yeah. and, and you won, won the, the shootout league. season of the shootout league. So I don't Props know. Props to you. Props to know. you. Yeah. Hey, you know what? All joking aside, you've had a real strong year. We're pulling for you. If you could pick one player on your team, that would be the key to you pulling out a victory this week. Who do you think it'd be? Well, it's got to be Joel Embiid. He's got to score. Like, at the beginning of the season, he was, in some games, getting, like, 70 fantasy points. So, I'm going to need something huge from him because your team is stacked. So, I need every single one of my players to score way more than their projected to score and maybe i might have a chance but hey you know what anything can happen anything can happen we were talking to malcolm earlier and he mentioned uh you know the one team he'd want to play in the next round would be brooks brooks barely squeaked into the playoffs but as of right this moment Brooks projected to take down Kawhi Mia River by six well, points. Yeah, so. but that's nothing. I was hey, projected man. to beat him too last week, and then he killed me. Anything so. can happen. Uh, anything can happen. So well, if I we, lose, am I done? If you lose, you're out of the running for the title. You got a couple more weeks you can play if you want to to finish out and finish oh, okay. either you know fifth or whatever. But okay. uh, we're in the single elimination bracket now. It's, right. we're in we're in the meat of it i want to wish you the best of luck everyone I wish here you, yes i will not take it personally if you win um i'm still your mom and i'm still charlie's grandma so all right yeah well you know what i think we said everything we need to say okay. good luck to you this week Thanks. hopefully in three weeks time we're talking to you as the new inaugural champion of the hoops league so we'll catch okay. you on down the road all right thanks Bye. Bye.
All right, we're back. That was Mangama. Inspiring words. I wish my competitor the best of luck. But I just have to say, before we get into our final segment, you stepped into the ring with a crazy motherfucker. And if you think for one goddamn second you have a shot at taking my place and moving on to the semifinals, I swear to God, you have another thing coming. This title belongs to me this unnamed title i will be the inaugural champion they'll put my name on it i won the league of legends i won the masters play-in i'm two for two about to be three for three and i'm gonna put your fucking teeth on a necklace around my goddamn neck okay moving on predictions for the playoffs guys who we thinking is going to be the last two teams standing, and who do we have as the champion at the end of it? Let's throw to Jim. I'm really liking Taco Tuesday. You know, we could talk about tacos all fucking day, but I'm liking Taco Tuesday. And I'm also liking Randolph Rambler. Again, throwback, Rambler Steakhouse, I would take four. Taco Tuesday, Randolph Rambler, those are my picks. Sam? Absolutely. Oh, COVID death um, ears, excuse me. Well, I just, uh, right. just dead-named you, excuse me. The people- <laughs> Come find <laughs> me in the commune in Portland, Oregon. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that was a rousing speech. And with a name like Big Loco to back it up, I was, I was leaning also towards Taco Tuesday as my winner because what a team image they have chosen and what a name but big loco also has a solid image and name and i think with a uh, attitude like that just has the chops to take taco tuesday down so i'm my recommend or my uh i'm going to pick Ta- uh taco tuesday playing big loco big loco moving on to the championship um probably against malcolm Again, a solid, solid picture instilling fear in his opponents, but it's not going to be enough to take Big Loco out. We're going to have the Big Loco Cup from this uh, first inaugural season. Um, But I don't want to forget the loser, the Toilet Bowl. I do have to say, I think Jenna Kunrad is looking strong. Look who it is for the championship. Um, A strong bid for the Toilet King. Um, but I think that the, uh, the real toilet King is going to be Shaw moon 54. Um, there's, there's just some real, mm. uh, desire there that I can see. So I'm going to pick uh Shaw moon 54 for the, the toilet King. Yeah, that's good. Jenna toilet King. What are you thinking? Is it you? Are you covetous? Of I mean, that I am, seat? you know, I'm a daddy's girl, so I follow following dad's footsteps and you know he's he gave me the advice of you know you give it your all five minutes a day I've tried to shift give it my all maybe three to four minutes every day um and I think it's working in my favor so I I think I've got it I think I've got it in the bag it's not even a question yeah that's great you know good luck to you and I, I'd just like to say a breakdown if I'm looking ahead and I'm being real with myself, you know, I'm thinking we're probably going to see – I'm going to go Arkham Asylum, and and I'm going to go me. 
you know, I know I just said I'd put people's teeth on a necklace around my neck. That's pretty hardcore. So I'm probably going to have to put myself in the finals. Now, as to who wins that, tough guess. I'd probably go Malcolm, Arkham Asylum, if I'm being honest. I'm going to take Malcolm. I know he didn't have the greatest record, but he's got the easier path to the championship, and I never can close it out except for the last two weeks. But, you know, there's a lot of history and precedent behind that. Now, as for the toilet bowl, Jenna's got a real shot. But really, I mean, she just beat Satiated Squirrel last week. Just beat him. I'm thinking she beats him again in the championship, and it's Satiated Squirrel who is the toilet king. And Jenna comes out of this thing uh, in 11th place. So that's kind of where I'm going, guys. But Hey, time will tell. We got three weeks of basketball left for it all to be decided. I want to thank my two uh, two panel members tonight, Jenna Coonrod and the COVID Death Eaters. It's been a pleasure. Uh, guys, anything else you'd like to add before we Well, just head a off quick plug. Tomorrow's Tuesday, so get your taco fix in. Let's go. That's going to be it for today's episode of the CTB Show. I'd like to thank one of our sponsors, uh, White Cheddar Cheetos. Uh, they say they're healthier on the thing, but I don't think they intend for you to eat an entire bag in one sitting. Um, so might need to work on that. Thank you all for listening. When will we be back? We'll see. End of the basketball year. Let's plan on having an interview with our new champion, a la me. So I'm going to deliver a one-man monologue for, you know, a good two to three hours. Uh, Look forward to that. Um, Y'all take care of yourself. We'll catch you on down the road. Bye now.